Welcome to Poptopia. Welcome to Poptopia, your podcast for all things pop culture. I'm your host, Paul French, and it is Friday, April 4th, 2008. On today's show, Women's Murder Club gets another chance to show it's got the goods. Adobe is going to deliver some TV shows, and Scrubs is done at NBC. And uh, we all, also, in addition to that, we'll talk about movies that are coming up this week, as well as um, NBC announced their uh, their not only their fall schedule, but basically a schedule that takes them right through to 2009. So it's kind of interesting stuff. Um, Women's Murder Club is coming back to ABC, but it's going to mean some shuffling around. The show is, of course, based on the novels by uh, James Patterson, and uh, started out. Uh, they've got three new episodes coming uh, coming up. And this show started out basically as a Friday night show. And you know, Friday is the new Saturday, which means that uh, Friday is basically the death time slot, you know. no, Basically, the, the, you know, the, the key demos and, well, you know, whether you, whether you buy that the, the 18 to 34 is the key demo or not, um, because let's face it, uh, it used to be that was the most affluent uh, area, but, n- but not necessarily the case anymore. But that's a subject for a, a whole other show. Um, anyway, uh, so basically, that's where it was. It was sitting on Fridays. Uh, so it's going to uh, start back on Tuesday, April 29th, and uh, is getting a plum time slot uh, just following the Dancing with the Stars results show. The secret code here, and what this really means, is that it's like, show us what you got. Show us you can hold on to this lead in, and then we'll see about keeping you. Uh, so what, what's get, getting moved around? Well, Boston Legal uh, starts its season next week, and it's going to move to Wednesday nights at 10 o'clock. And uh, then that means that Men in Trees gets bumped for the schedule, but, you know, they're used to that. Uh, anyway, uh, so basically this the other interesting thing here is the show is going to be coming back with a new showrunner, and that is Robert Nathan, um, who f- formerly uh, was working on uh, Law and & Order in ER. And so he's taken over for uh, series creators Sarah Fain and Elizabeth Kraft, um, as well as exec producer Scott Gemmel. They were all let go during the writer's strike. Let go left it's uh there there's there's been rumors that uh that it's been very difficult for the uh for someone to to get along with for a showrunner to get along with with Patterson and you know hey to be fair these are James pa- uh, James Patterson's characters and he may have signed them over but it sounded like he signed them over with a, a great degree of of creative control so hey good for him um Adobe is going to uh, get into delivering shows from CBS Viacom. Uh, they've started some public trials of some software that will basically deliver ad-supported subscriptions to different CB- TV shows. Uh, these shows include CSI, Survivor, and Big Brother. Uh, basically, Adobe has established partnerships with some media companies. Um, basically, you know, we're talking Viacom family, so that would be, uh, um, you know, CBS, MTV, that kind of thing. And they're going to provide their program programming through the Adobe Media Player. And you you knew this, you kind of knew this was coming when Adobe merged with Macromedia that they were really looking at uh, at getting themselves into uh, into a real media position. Um, so what's going to happen is Adobe and uh, and these comp- and the other networks will share revenue from the advertisements that will air during those those programs. And didn't really get into any detail on the financials, but can can you blame them? All right, uh, let's see. NBC, I, I, last time I was on, and I know it was a while ago, uh, we talk, I was talking a little bit about Friday Night Lights and, uh, and how it was really looking iffy for them. Uh, but NBC has worked out a deal. And that is uh, they're getting a 13-episode season, which DirecTV will get first. 
So what's going to happen is in the fall, DirecTV on uh, their their original programming channel, The 101, uh, will start showing the show in uh, in uh, the fall, so starting in October. Uh, but the ap- episodes won't make it to NBC until 2009, so we're talking January, sort of a mid-season thing. And they're also going to uh, hold off from streaming it on NBC.com or Hulu until then. So basically the idea is, in, in exchange for helping basically cover the uh, the production costs, um, DirecTV gets the first share. And they don't just get that first share sort of temporarily. They get that, they get that first share basically um, exclusively. And, uh, you know, and so so that's uh, that's going to be pretty interesting to see sort of we're seeing a lot of this now. You know, we saw it in, in movies a lot. We saw, you know, a lot of co-productions and that kind of thing, basically a way to shoulder the costs, um, share the profits, but also to uh, to help make the losses a little easier to swallow, that kind of thing. And so now it's happening with TV and, uh, and NBC has kind of been a pioneer in that. They did the same thing with uh, Law and Order Criminal Intent, uh, where it was airing on the New- on the USA Network first. And I mean, the reality is the show averaged only 6.2 million viewers a week uh, this past season. So really, they need to do more than just a straight renewal to, to keep this on the air. And so this will make it, make it a little bit easier for them to take because now it doesn't cost them as much to put it on. And, uh, you know, in either case. And uh, and so should work out well. Uh, ben Silverman, uh, CEO of or chairman of of NBC uh, has said that he's not concerned about DirecTV cannibalizing the audience for Friday Night Lights on NBC. He says basically the satellite provider reaches 17 million homes, which is about 15 percent of the uh, of the households that watch NBC. Uh, so he says the bottom line is that, and I've said this a thousand times, this is for love. Uh, we are business people, and we had to come up with a business way to deliver the show back to our audience. But no question, this one came from passion. Hey, you know what? There was a lot of people, and and you know, Silverman took a lot of criticism over over uh, people saying that he wasn't behind the show, all that kind of stuff. But you know what? When it comes down to it, he's delivered, and I think that's really what uh, what we need to focus on. Okay, so speaking of uh, of of shows on uh, on NBC, uh, NBC finally confirmed on Wednesday that Scrubs is going to end its seven season run on the network in May. Doesn't mean the show's going away forever, though. It's uh, widely expected and been long rumored that Scrubs is going to end up on ABC for next season. And, uh, you know, let's face it, it is uh, produced by ABC Studios. And, uh, you know, networks like it when they own the show. Uh, again, speaking of things that make the uh, the uh, not-so-great ratings easier to swallow, the fact is when, you've got, when you're making the money that, that is being made from it, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, ABC is scheduled to announce its schedule in mid-May during the traditional upfront week, and um, so it's looking like a deal is near completion, and we'll know more about that in mid-May. Um, speaking of Ben Silverman, he managed to get in a diss at, uh, at ABC in noting that following its season finale in May, Scrubs will be a free agent. He says if they can go for one for 21, good for them. Um and that's referring to the fact that uh, ABC has had a less than stellar record at uh, developing hit uh, comedy shows. But um, let's face it, Mr. Silverman, uh, people in glass houses should not throw stones. I'm just saying. My mother said that a lot, and I think she was right. 
Uh, next season is also going to be the final season for ER. The show was once the top-rated series on television. I mean, remember, it used to be Friends, ER, and uh, and Seinfeld sort of jockeying for the, the, the top spot, and they were all in, always in the top three for a, well, for a long, long time. But basically, during the writer's strike, NBC reevaluated the uh, the idea of ending the show this season and has decided they're going to have one more season. It's going to be the big 15th season swan song, and Silverman is saying that the season is going to air without repeats, uh, beginning in the fall, running straight through 18 to 22 episodes, which will basically place the finale somewhere around February or March of 2009. They're looking at bringing back some of the familiar faces, including uh, Noah Wiley's John Carter. Uh, there's even been a rumor, you know, Clooney's not coming back, but there's been a rumor that they are going to bring Anthony Edwards back and his character died, so that, that should be interesting. Um, also, uh, Life is going to make a move to Friday nights in the fall. The death slot. Uh, but uh, Donal Logue from the Knights of Prosperity uh, is going to be joining the cast. And uh, I don't know if he's got a reputation as a show killer yet. Actually, no, no, I don't think he has. I don't think he has. So it's not like they're bringing in Paula Marshall or anything like that. Um, and some other little bits and pieces. Matthew Broderick is going to be a uh, guest on the season finale of 30 Rock. And, uh, you know, hey, if you're a Matthew Broderick fan, there you go. I am, however, a 30 Rock fan, so uh, that'll, that'll be kind of cool. So let's talk about what it, what NBC's look, got looking at, at, at doing. Uh, basically, their, their 2008-2009 schedule announcement uh, kind of uh, resembled, you know, like the Golden Globes. Um, you know, not flashy at all, but here's, here's the information that you need. Uh, what they've said is they're going to, they, they came up with a year-round uh, schedule, um, and this goes all the way into summer of 2009, and what they want it to be is a year-round light-on-rerun schedule for the coming season. Uh, it includes four new series, uh, Knight Rider, you knew that was coming, uh, Crusoe, and My Own Worst Enemy, which is a show starring Christian Slater. Uh, there's a comedy, Kath and Kim, and there will also be, and so those those are coming up in the fall. And then um, there'll be another four coming in the winter and spring of 09. One of them is going to be a spinoff of The Office, and uh, you can bet they're going to be doing something big for the launch of that. In addition, um, Lipstick Jungle is returning <laughs> quite inexplicably. Um, and... Uh, yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Um, there's going to be the last Templar coming out as well in in miniseries. They they really want to get back to the miniseries and um, and sort of how that became real appointment event television. And so they want uh, they're coming out with the last Templar based on Raymond Corey's novel. And uh, you know this all came kind of you know before uh, anyone else had announced their schedule. So that's that's kind of neat that they got that that start. Um, a little bit of information on uh, My Own Worst Enemy, which is the Christian Slater show. Uh, it's his first series role, and it's a Jekyll and Hyde story about a, a suburban father and high-level spy. It's going to get the spot right after uh, Heroes, and it sounds like a pretty good match. Um, Kath and Kim uh, stars Molly Shannon, excuse me, Molly Shannon and Selma Blair, um, and that's going to get the Tuesday time slot between Biggest Loser and Law and & Order SVU, and then Knight Riders, Knight Rider, just Knight Rider, not Knight Riders. I should not give them any ideas. Um, Knight Rider will be Wednesdays at 8, and Crusoe, which is based on uh, Daniel Defoe's novel, uh, gets the 8 p.m. Friday spot. I, I wonder if they're going just kind of for a straight updating of, of Robinson Crusoe. It should, I don't know. I'm actually kind of interested just to find out more about it, but 
There you have it. Uh, the Office, of course, is going to begin its season with a handful of hour-long episodes before uh, it gets paired with a bunch of Saturday Night Live primetime election specials in October. Uh, I don't know if I'm crazy about the hour-long episodes of The Office. I think that what uh, they ended up doing is kind of stretching things out a little bit too long uh, previously, and I don't know that that really worked uh, in their favor. Um, of course, uh, Friday Night Lights will return in January, as I mentioned. Uh, the Office spinoff, when I said it's getting a big uh, start, it's, it's going to be starting uh, right after the Super Bowl. And, wow, I can't believe I'm like talking about the Super Bowl already. Uh, and Law and & Order uh, is going to get the uh, 10 p.m. Wednesday, uh, Wednesday night slot then. It'll take over for Lipstick Jungle. Um, even getting into summer 2009, uh, Canadian drama The Listener is ca- is going to be coming in, as is The Chopping Block, which is a cooking competition show, and a couple of shows from the producer of Ice Road Truckers. I, I-, I shudder to think. Wow, yeah, that is, that is a little, uh, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Anyway, uh, looking at the box office last week, 21 was the big movie. Uh, getting grossing twenty four point one million dollars. Uh, bring so that's that's total gross. That was its first week out. Uh, in the in the number two spot, uh, Horton hears a who, and uh, that came in at seventeen point seven mil for a total gross of one hundred and eighteen. Uh, number three was superhero movie. Man, I can't believe people watch this stuff. I really can't. Um, and I don't mean superhero movies because you know I. Tend to be disappointed, but I, I always tend to watch them. Uh, but this is uh, sort of a, a scary movie, uh, a scary movie esque uh, um, uh, skewering of, of superhero movies. And uh, you notice how I didn't say an, an airplane like skewering because, you know, airplane was funny. Uh, anyway, that came in at 9.51 million. And number four, Meet the Browns from Tyler Perry. So that should be actually Tyler Perry's Meet the Browns. Uh, came in at 7, 7.48 million for a total gross of 32.5. And number five, Owen Wilson is Drillbit Taylor for 5.71 million, bringing a total gross to 20.5. What's coming up this week at the theaters? Well, 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 well. You have Leatherhead starring George Clooney and Renee Zellweger, as well well as the offices John Krasinski and so this is basically looking at uh, it's like a, a 1925 period piece of uh, of what football was like at the time and um, you know it's seems cute uh, it was directed by Clooney uh, certainly you know 180 degrees from his last directing effort which was of course um, good night and good luck uh, yeah, this is uh, this is quite a term from that. Uh, Shine a light from director Martin Scorsese. It is, uh, of course, a Rolling Stones uh, uh, documentary, and basically what it does, it kind of starts uh, looking through the uh, the career of the Rolling Stones right up through their uh, through their 2006 Big Bang tour, and uh, that's that's what it is. Anyway, that's all the time we got for today. Comments, as always, are welcome at poptopiapodcast at gmail.com. You can uh, head over to our uh, website at www.poptopiapodcast.com and uh, go to the forum at forum.poptopiapodcast.com. Have a great week. <laughs>